Hello and welcome to World Cup Nuggets Daily, our regular podcast unearthing some golden trivia about each of the 32 finalists taking part in Qatar. Joining me as ever is Adam Bushby. You all right, Ad? Very good, mate. Very good. You? Oh, fine. Thank you very much. Uh, and joining us as ever is the author of World Cup Nuggets, Richard Foster. How are you doing, Richard? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Very good. Yeah, looking forward to getting our teeth into some Tunisian meat nuggets. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Good. Well, okay. You know, it's uh, it's good you're enthusiastic. Um, if you need reminding, which you don't, of course, you can buy World Cup Nuggets from our website, halcyonpublishing.co.uk. Uh, you can also go to the site for other books, some of which are also about the World Cup, and you can find all the questions so far in our World Cup Daily Quiz on there. Uh, there'll be another to follow later on. Uh, today's Nuggets covers Tunisia, as Richard has suggested, a team who, as we'll hear, are riding pretty high in the official nicknames chart, if not the official rankings themselves. But it's Nuggets before nicknames, of course. And so to kick things off, it's over to you, Richard. Yes, indeed. Nuggets before nicknames. Got it. Um, So Tunisia won their first ever World Cup match uh, back in 1978 when they beat Mexico 3-1. Not unusual to beat Mexico considering they've lost more World Cup games than any other country. Um, But it was the first match won by an African country at the World Cup final. So it's a landmark moment. Tunisia will always be known for being the first African country to win the game at the World Cup. they also won their last match at a World Cup when they beat um, Plucky Panama, as I call them. <laughs> um, but in between the first win back in 1978 and 2018, not so good. So they've drawn four and they've lost nine. Okay. Oof. No wins. So they've only won two games. And, you know, that's going to be, you know, Leading into the tournament, you'd probably want to have won a couple more in the previous World Cups, I don't know. Um, I'm going to throw us back as well to that 1978 tournament because, Rob, you will enjoy that because Scotland qualified and England didn't. Um, And it was said that Kevin Keegan felt that Tunisia, he was asked about Tunisia being in the World Cup and he said they don't deserve to be there, it should be us. Kevin, there's an issue here. You you have a qualification group. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you don't get through your qualification group, you can't just say, oh, I don't, they're not very good. Can we have their play? It doesn't work like that, Kevin, I'm afraid. So Kevin Keegan has been corrected. Um, so those are a little array of nuggets. Can we get onto nicknames now? So they're Nick sure. <laughs> It's always going to be there, isn't it? Their nickname is the Eagles of Carthage. And you'll all know why I'm quite keen on them being the Eagles. But if you remember Carthage, if you go back into your, when you were at school and you learned about Carthage, one of the queens was Dido. Do you remember Dido? Yeah. Queen Dido, who did that really good mix with Eminem. Yeah. Her. She was excellent. (laughs) So anyway, uh, Eagles of Carthage, like their name, like their nickname, Final um, nugget, I suppose, for me is that their manager, uh, who's called Jalel Kadri, he is. If, if you, you you need to look at him as a sort of Neil Warnock slash Sam Allardyce of African football, because over his career, which has lasted twenty years, he's held about twenty club positions. 
So <laughs> he's been around the block and he's been in a lot of different dugouts. So, yeah, if you're ever struggling to find something to talk about when you're talking about Tunisia's prospects, just think Neil Warnock and then you're all right. <laughs> I often... Perfect. It's rare that I'm not thinking Neil Warnock. No. I'll give you some. I'll give you some uh, recent results because uh, that's normally a reasonable sort of guidance mm-hmm. to where about they might be. I think it looks like they are Kirin Cup holders, uh, having beaten I think Chile, you're right. yes. Chile yeah, yeah. and Japan um, in that particular tournament in June this year. Uh, they have mm-hmm. since followed that up with a one nil win over Comoros um, at the end of September and a five one defeat to Brazil. Um, I imagine there's no shame in that. They did have a man sent off in that one as well. Right. So, you know, uh, Kieran Cup. I don't I mean Scotland have once won the Kieran Cup, I think, if memory serves. Well, how who how how do you get into the Kieran Cup then? Because if you say they beat Chile, so they're a South American side. Yeah, yeah. Tunisia are Af- and then they beat Japan. Where are all these? I, I believe it's I believe it's invitational. Uh, oh, not sure oh, that's why Scotland do, get so. in, is it? Oh, well, that's certainly why we want it, yeah. Is Kieran a is Kieran a beer? Yeah, it's a Japanese yes. beer. Yeah, it's a Japanese beer. Right, so it's got to be something to do with that. The breweries have yeah. got a deal and Scotland got in that way. And yeah, so yeah. invitation only from the breweries, I would imagine. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's it's like a, it's a, yeah, it's a kind of weird sort of, almost like a pre-season, like summer sort of tournament being and, as it and, is and in June, um, sorry, but for national teams. Sorry, Rob, I don't think England have ever been in it. Um, so t- how often does it happen? <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's every year. <laughs> Is it really? Might be every couple. Yeah, I think. I mean, I'm not. Again, I, I wish I'd never looked it up. Um, I think it's every year. I, I couldn't say for definite. Kieran Cup Nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. But not could be a book in it. There could be a book in it. It'd be a very short book. There's, there's It'd be a very a short. Be a very short run of podcasts. We just have done three <laughs> or, <laughs> or six, and that would yeah. be it. Um, uh, the knockouts. But there you go. Um, so yeah, it tells, doesn't tell anything that's all really, does it? The group: uh, Denmark, Australia. Rams. Yep. Yeah. 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 In in that order, uh, this is a, one of the sort of least kind of evenly weighted groups. Is that fair I think to say? You're right. I think yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Australia would be yeah. bottom half. <laughs> France, yeah. Denmark, you might expect to be top half. So, are we giving them any chance of doing anything at all? I'd shake uh, his head. Um, you go first. No, I think this is as done a, done a deal as you can get at the World Cup at this World Cup in particular. Mm. I I can't see any hope for getting out of the group personally. We'll see, um, but no, I I can't see it. There's not even a glimmer. I wouldn't imagine because Denmark are very very good. Obviously, nearly pipped England to the Euros final, and Australia if they don't nick a penalty, which mm. we've already covered in a previous pod. <laughs> Then Tunisia might get a point there. French, no, nah, I just can't see him. Maybe one point at most, but I just can't mm. see him getting on the group. You don't think they've got a, a Senegal-esque performance in them against France? Can't see. No, I mean they, they obviously would be quite keen to beat France as they're a former colony. Mm. And, That's what and, I mean. You know, there there are some spicy elements here, um, but and and a lot of their players do play at french clubs because obviously there's a strong connection between the two mm-hmm. countries but if you look at their squad um i mean a couple of them stand out so kazri who was actually at sunderland uh, a few years ago uh, he's now at montpellier uh, and then hannibal you know remember hannibal at man yeah. united mm. mejbris is his surname uh, he's now 
reached the heights of going on loan to Birmingham City. I've been rude about Birmingham before on a podcast, so I'm not going to do that, by the way. <laughs> Blues fans, I'm not going to do that. Um, but uh, he's got a wonderful head of hair, that boy. It does, yeah. I mean, it is, it's almost Valderrama-like in its oh, yeah. brilliance and, and just fantastic. Um, um, what a great name. Hannibal was... Did Hannibal hang around in Carthage, I'm wondering? Yeah, possibly. <laughs> They're both of that era. Yeah. yeah. So it all links up, you know. Here's a, here's a hypothetical for you. Okay. France have already qualified. Yes. yes. They rest some players. Mm-hmm. Yes. The squad depth might not be what it, what it once was, let's say. No, because they're missing a few players. Yeah, Tunisia are bang up for it. Yeah. Tunisia have got a point off Australia, say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'm not. I'm absolutely not going to put my money on this. But we've made the argument about players being rested and teams having already qualified out of the group for other groups. But is that a, is that a chink, <laughs> a chink of light for? Uh, well, for Rob, I think that's almost uh, that I too ambitious. We should, we should all have each of us should have an outlandish bet. I think we've already heard Adams where he's <laughs> yes. going to say Switzerland are going to tank. Brazil. I didn't say that. I said yes, you did. Go back on the tape. That's exactly what you said. It's a matter of public record now. <laughs> and so I think that could be yours, Tunisia. Well, all right. Yeah, okay. All right. I'm, well, I'm I, I, I would you, say I tell you mine next episode because I haven't actually thought of mine. Okay. I would I say I would say I'd say possibly get something out of it. I'm not okay. sure I'd be as ambitious as Adam. Right. I said get something out of it. I think Switzerland <laughs> will get it. Back I'm sure now, the word but... tank was used. I'm sure it was, yeah. Well, I'll say this much. If Tunisia do beat France in a few weeks' time, that will go in the next edition of Against All Odds, also yes. available. Yeah. Because well, I'll have to write it as, as the man that predicted it, I suppose. <laughs> yes, so at yes. least I'll be in that one. Um, yes. Right. If, if it does happen, I'm going to order 100 nuggets. I'm going to eat them all <laughs> in front of both of you. <laughs> In celebration. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm just yeah. checking the date of that Tunisia-France game. So, uh, yeah, okay, so there we go. Oh, and it's not. It's going to take a while. And it, yeah. Hannibal first. 30th of November. 30th of November. Put yeah, it in your diary, everyone. There we go. Uh, a nugget advent calendar, maybe. Um, exactly. Right. Um, well, there you go. Uh, probably no chance whatsoever, but uh, you never know, of course. Um, that's the, the great thing about the World Cup. Um all this left then, Richard, if you'd be so kind, is our World Cup Nuggets daily quiz question on Tunisia. Indeed. So um, we talked about Kazri earlier and said he had a little spell at Sunderland. But who was the manager who brought Kazri to Sunderland uh, from Bordeaux? Okay. So Kazri, who we talked about earlier as one of the uh, key players for Tunisia at this coming full-time World Cup, he was brought to Sunderland from Bordeaux by which manager? Okay, there you go. Um, thank you very much, Richard. Um, you wanted the score by now. Uh, you can see all the questions that have been asked in the World Cup Nuggets Daily Quiz on our website, housingpublishing.co.uk, where you can also buy World Cup Nuggets. Um, the winner of the quiz overall will be collecting a full suite of uh, Halcyon books, which you can also see listed on our website in their entirety. But for now, uh, thank you very much, Richard, and thank you very much, Ad. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow for another World Cup Nugget. Bye for now. Good night.